Before we get started with today's episode, I just have to say as a disclaimer that none of what I say in this podcast is actual advice. If you really feel like you have a mental health disorder or are dealing with anything personally, please seek out professional help. And again, none of what I say in this podcast is actual advice. So thank you guys, and let's get started with today's episode. Actually, just one more thing before we get started is if you guys enjoy the Sum of Life podcast and this show and the content that is produced here, please head over to Apple Podcasts, either on your phone or laptop, and give this show, Sum of Life, a five-star rating and review. It helps the show tremendously and helps to reach more listeners. So thank you guys, and now we can get started. Hello and welcome to the Sum of Life podcast. I'm your host, Liam Scully. In today's episode, it's going to be another quick one. I really just wanted to go over what I mean when I post on my Instagram, ironically on my Instagram, about what I'm talking about when I talk about Instagram therapy or better known as Insta therapy. And this is something that I don't want to become at all. And in some ways, I do think about that quite often about how I'm really trying not to become Insta therapy or like an Insta therapy account. I really think I'm kind of straying away from it. But those big Instagram accounts that surround mental health and only talk about mental health, so many of them really bother me. A lot of them are just really wrong about a lot of things. And I'm going to be making videos on YouTube to dissect a lot of the posts that I think are wrong and why I think they're wrong, and actually backing it up with resources, which is something you almost never see on Instagram. But Let's go over just quickly what I mean about Instagram therapy. It's basically these big accounts. A lot of them have upwards of like 100,000 followers to a million followers. And they'll post pretty much like the same kind of style that I do, which is just kind of looks good. It's You can tell like a graphic designer probably made it. And I actually only do that for the reason of attraction for my posts because I cannot make a very good post at all for in any type of artistic way. So my graphic designer, Trip Russo, makes all of my posts for me, and I'm really thankful for that. And I just do it to try to make it look appealing so that people can actually read what my posts are saying. And those people that have the large accounts also do the same thing, but so many of their posts are extremely misguided and not backed by anything, and there's no explicit disclaimer saying that it's not supposed to be therapy or You're not supposed to be diagnosing yourself off of the post about this is what anxiety looks like or any of that. Like So much of it is just not explicit in saying that this is not professional advice. And that's what really makes me angry and upset about that. And actually what also differentiates my account from their accounts for the most part. And if they do have a disclaimer, it's kind of just out in the middle of the ocean somewhere just like all these meditation apps that are only advertising benefits and little did you know in the disclaimer that no one reads says that there also can be negative effects to meditation. Just using that as an example, I think it's the same thing with Instagram therapy. And why I think it's so detrimental about some of their posts is that they explain certain things like anxiety, depression, any type of mental health disorder you can think of really, except for like the ones that are really serious mental health disorders, which is really weird. Like schizophrenia, bipolar is almost never talked about. 
And I have to admit, I never talk about that either, but that's only because I have anxiety and I, that's what I've researched the most and also what I have experienced with the most. Mainly OCD, but I kind of attribute it under the umbrella of anxiety. But now that I think of it, you, you really never see anything about schizophrenia, bipolar disorder. But yeah, sorry, I just went on a tangent there. But like I was saying, they'll post these things and then you'll have like a bunch of young kids probably also with kids in my age group, like 18 to 25 and also older, like 25 to 35. But it's the young kids that I really worry about because they're probably diagnosing themselves off of these Instagram posts. When, yes, it is true that you can actually have anxiety for a day, but it doesn't become a mental health disorder. And if you give that to a kid and, a po- and he sees that post or she sees that post, they're going to be diagnosing themselves with anxiety and start to believe that they have anxiety, which actually, in my opinion, can actually make it worse. Like feeding into the idea of you having anxiety will only make it come up more like, oh, maybe I do have anxiety or what if I like get like another day like that again? They'll just start to worry more because of an Instagram post that said that some symptoms are attributed to being a person with an anxiety disorder. I mean, if you think about it, it almost becomes the same thing as Googling something you're worried about that, of course, is not true. And I know we've all been there before, Googling symptoms about something that we're worried about, like if we're sick or something, and then we end up figuring out that we have cancer when obviously we don't have cancer. It's the same exact thing that's going on with Instagram and Instagram therapy and Insta therapy, giving you symptoms and really just trying to diagnose people. It's really crazy. And that's actually a pretty minimal post. Like it, it gets much worse. There's some accounts I see that say that reassurance is a good thing for someone in a relationship to come back and ask if they still if their boyfriend or girlfriend still loves them, that is like the worst thing you can do for someone with an anxiety disorder in a relationship. That person will come back to you almost every single day to ask the same question of if you still love me or something along those lines. It's absolutely ridiculous. And these posts are going out to a million people. They get like 60,000 likes. So that really is the market I'm going after. I don't like a lot of things about what they are professing. And they're not being explicit at all in disclaimers or going to see professionals. It's, it really gets to me. But yeah, that's all really Instagram therapy is. It's pretty vague. It's just that they make these posts and claims about certain things of mental illnesses, symptoms, how to get diagnosed with it off of just a post. They have nothing to do with like going to see professional help, nothing to do with getting like professional advice or diagnosis. It's all just off of this post that they don't even seem like they really even care about what they're putting out there. Because at the end, it'll just say, oh yeah, and buy this book to get more help. And you can tell that they're, they're just going for the money. They don't care about the people with mental health disorders. Like some accounts you'll see will have $120 sweatshirts and only 15% is going to mental health uh, resources or something along those lines, which means they're still profiting like 60 to $70. And that's like bare minimum of each sale on a sweatshirt that they make. Yeah, it's pretty bad. At least I think so. So that is Insta therapy and that's what I'm going after. So that is today's episode. I just wanted to give a brief kind of update on what I'm 
really trying to focus on what I've been focusing on. I just haven't really mentioned it at all, but that is it. And actually, just one more thing. They also seem to be making it seem as if being in a healthy mindset is like something that is not even talked about. Like they're trying to convince you of having a mental health disorder that you might not even have. And all they do is just try to make it trendy, to be honest. Like they try to make mental health trendy, which when you do that, you forget about the people, the individuals, and you just focus on becoming a trend and trying to make money and trying to be popular. And this is such a perfect quote for today's episode and more or less along the lines of my favorite quote of all time by Socrates, which I won't say, but you'll probably understand what it is once you hear this quote. This quote is by Henry David Thoreau, and it goes in quotes, think for yourself or others will think for you without thinking of you, end quote. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next time. More information about this podcast or Some of Life in general can be found on Instagram at Some of Life Official or on Twitter at Some of Life Tweets. And also, please don't forget to give this show a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you did enjoy it. Again, it helps this show tremendously, and the show really is sponsored by you guys, and that is probably the easiest way to help. And for full information on Some of Life, you can go to someoflife.org. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening and continuing to listen as we continue to grow. And I will talk to you guys very soon. I'll see you.